0: No, I don't have those. Don't say that to me. I have those. Don't say that to me. Do you actually have those? Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I got those. You have the... No! What is good, everybody? This is the first episode of the Mueller Report. I am one of the hosts noah thomas and i am here with the very beautiful the very the very intelligent of <laughs> fashion savant the one and only g and delian De how are you we back baby we are back it feels good the streets missed us apparently Nah, no nah, the streets missed us trust me they've they been did. asking they did they, they've been asking for a long time the mueller report is here and it is here to stay And for everyone that is wondering how often this is going to be, it is going to be a bi-weekly podcast where we are going to talk about all of the hottest drops, that goes for sneakers, that goes for collaborations, all hot news that has to do with things that we know how to speak about eloquently.
1: Yeah, things that we sound (laughs) semi-smart talking about, I suppose. Exactly.
0: So, I mean, first off, how are you, man?
1: good, you know, just easing back into the podcast realm, so to speak. It's going to be back on a mic with Noah, with you, Noah, I should say.
0: Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Brothers from another mother. I got
1: my my, uh, hands in in multiple honey pods, you know, so it's good that we're back and uh, on a regular schedule again and getting back into it. Absolutely. It feels good. It already feels good. It just already feels natural. It feels natural. And
0: uh, I've honestly wanted an outlet can we just talk about having an outlet?
1: I should have yeah. never been introduced to the
0: podcast life.
1: They should have never gave you a microphone.
0: Exactly. They should have never gave me no brand. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now look at us. Yeah, man. You can't give me a voice, have people want to hear, and then try to snatch it away from you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yep. it feels good. But uh, what do you say we just get into the topics?
1: Yeah, yeah, of course, if you want to follow what Noah and I are up to, check out the Mule Boys Instagram. Of course, mostly Mules right now, but maybe we'll start expanding the coverage once we get the podcast out. But yeah, I think Mules are definitely going to be a point we're going to talk about, Mule Boys forever. Oh, we should talk about our 316 collab that we released with Andrew. Absolutely. Uh, Still available. You can get some pairs. Also, the green, digital green Birkenstock, Bostons, and Uji's. That you can also cop from Nordstrom, but check the 316 joints because those are uh, you know an official Meal Boys 316 collab. We put our heels and souls into that Absolutely. one. We got a couple other things that we'll probably talk about that we'll launch later this year. But yeah, it's Meals Forever still.
0: It's Meals Forever, and you know it's only right that we say thank you to everybody that is a current follower of Meal Boys. Shout out to all of the future followers of Meal Boys that are going to follow it after this podcast. We had no idea that it would be such a legit thing that now people recognize me the most from that.
1: Yo, it's crazy. Yeah. It's
0: crazy. Who knew that's how we'd get into New York Times, dude?
1: I know, right? So wild.
0: Who knew? Having your butts out. Telling you, man, it really does change lives. Sex sells. It's a fact. (laughs) It's true. Show a little heel. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? All right. So you being a new watch guy, right? Can I call you a watch
1: guy, Are you watch guy yet, a, or a not a Watchman. Really? Uh, I dabble. I don't really describe myself as like a watch guy, but not I have yet. a couple. I'm not like a full on horologist or whatever, but it's cool.
0: It's cool, right?
1: But I think that this
0: is really fly because there are a lot of collaborations that happen all the time. We talk about it like it's kind of become a little disgusting how often brands think that they need to collaborate with another person because if your product is strong then you should just focus on creating a strong product. No? Facts. Facts. Right. Yeah, I agree. But let's talk about something that is really fly. So in 2021, Alex, the one and only Matthew Williams.
1: Shasta Matthews. He
0: worked with Mad Paris. And for those that are unfamiliar with Mad Paris, they are a company that customizes, watches, the late, great, rest in peace to Virgil Abloh. He worked with them a lot.
1: Also Colette, I believe.
0: Yeah, Colette too. now they get busy they get busy they get busy they're one of the custom people that actually do have that respect but kind of like mansory for watches you know what i mean
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and so matthew williams worked with them and they made these bespoke elite watches everybody was losing their mind because they were just so minimal right the face was all steel
1: yeah it was a uh, ap and they had like the Elix roller coaster buckle as the uh deployants which was pretty sick
0: yeah it was crazy but now two years later Elix and ap watches are having a real collaboration on Mule boys we always post a good pair of burks with the chrome hearts buckles on it and the pins but right they've never actually collaborated This is a real collaboration. No more middleman. You know what I'm saying? Now, all love to Mad Paris. All love and respect. And I'm sure that they are a very influential company that I bet you all of the companies have uh, a mood board with their watches on them. You know they do. Right. You know they do. These brands are watching. These brands are watching. Mad Paris knows what they got going on. But at the end of the day, AP, this is the real house. So for them to actually work with a leaks. I mean, he is on a very short list of people to have a real collaboration. So shout out to him. This is crazy.
1: It comes in, in multiple colors. What I like is that he did the two-tone, which I think is super classy for a watch. You know, the silver and gold mm. kind of type beat. Looks really sick. I mean, the still again looks really good, especially in gold. I mean, I'm a silver watch guy myself, but I would probably do two-tone if I could afford a Royal Oak.
0: But, mm, I would definitely, you know, yellow gold all day. Or rose. I know most watches yeah, are rose gold, You're but... more
1: of a yellow gold guy for oh, sure. Oh man,
0: it has to be. It has to be. It has to be. So yes, yep. shout out to Matthew Williams. That's really fly. I bought one in spirit. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's on my list of things that I wish I could purchase along with those Bottega Veneta leather pants. Oh,
1: that I look got like those. Jeans.
0: That look like jeans? No, nah, yeah, I don't I have, have those. those. Don't say that to I me. Got, I have those. Don't say that to me. Do you actually yeah, they, have those? Yeah, they're
1: good. Yeah, I got those. You have the boot. No. Yo, speaking of Bottega, though, the new fall campaign is insane. I and mean, The fall and pre-fall collection from Bottega is really good. I mean, Matthew Blades is doing his thing. He is the one. Yeah, he's doing it. What they're doing with like leather and like the sort of trompe l'oeil kind of fabrics, it's sick. There's like a couple of other versions. I think it might be for spring. There's like a Western shirt that's like with a snap button. That's pretty sick. He did like a leather. Heather Gray sweatsuit, too. That's wild. The leather stuff is dope, but like the jeans are perfect. The carpenter pants. Perfect, I actually dude. like what they do with like the nylon and like uh, the suiting, I think is super precise. It's kind of like the low key flex, but yeah, Bottega's fire.
0: I legitimately want those jeans so I can frame
1: them. Oh, I wear them. I wore them to the Fear of God show in LA. You're flexing differently. I can't even believe this. Wow. My life a bit different. That's crazy. Okay. So that's why the podcast is free right now, because uh, we're just too flourishing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> flourishing too much. We got to stay humble. Yeah, we have to. We'll figure out some sort of Patreon or something business as we move forward. Oh, no, forward no, 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 no.
0: It's going to get real. It's going to get real to real. This is our main thing. I already know.
1: All right. But talk about getting humble, right? We
0: all need to humble ourselves sometimes, look in the mirror and realize, man, I need to. I need to work out. I could look better than this. No, no, no. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. This is this is me now, right? This is me just looking in the mirror every single day realizing I look okay, but I could look better, right? Now, right. I don't know about you, but when I work out, which is new for me, and I'm very proud of myself for working out on a regular basis now, at least four times a week. That's good. That's a good cadence. My fits are trash, bro. I don't know about your workout fits, but I am a proud... Trash gym fit
1: wearer. Well, it's gonna sound like a dickhead move, but I work out in like hype sneakers. Dude, I work out in off whites. <laughs> yeah, I'll work out in like Sakai's. I'm currently running a pair of Vomero fives, literally running a pair of Vomero fives. The ALD new balances too. Yeah. I put like, I don't know, 15 miles on like the 580s or whatever. And they're they're good. You know, I don't I don't really over pronate, so and when I travel, it's just like easier because then I'll have like a pair of sneakers that I'll actually wear that I happen to just use on the elliptical. I'm not really running like crazy miles either. I'll just like use the elliptical. I'll do like some resistance training or whatever. But then also just like shorts, your know, Stone Island, Nylon Metal, Noah. Yeah,
0: I got some good bistroys I put on. I got some yeah. Erica manuals, but it's still like when I just look at my whole fit, I'm like, man, I'm looking weak. As hell I mean, right there's now, no dude. such
1: thing as like a good work outfit. I mean, Rick Owens but there works out is. of Rick Owens.
0: Nah, but there is. Nah, look, see? Okay, now. What is the brand that pretty much defines our life? Our legacy. Nike? Let's be honest. <laughs> our legacy. Our legacy. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know running. about you. I have more Our Legacy in my closet than anything else. I don't know about you. I got a I bunch.
1: Do. I'm actually wearing the Our Legacy Trompe away jeans that they make. You know, like the little digital print denim. I got oh, the yeah. black joints. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect brand. But that satisfies the collab for workshop, right? That's what exactly. we're talking about. It's absolutely yeah. fire.
0: It's not the first time they've did it, but they're back with it through workshop. Uh, you know, I just think it's important. I don't know. I think no, you know sure. what it is. I think that I actually now care about workout clothes. So this is a collab that I I checked for. Like, whoa.
1: I feel you. Okay. You know, Track Smith makes like good breathable gear too. Satisfies good. Yeah.
0: District Vision is another one. I mean, there are a lot of you know good companies these days making fly workout clothes, but it was never something I cared about, you know? Right. But now it's like, okay, I'm at the gym, wow, she's hot, and I'm looking crazy. It's not a vibe, it's not a vibe. And no. if we are supposed to be people who get fits off at all times, you cannot be slacking. So just because you're sweating doesn't mean that you can look like trash.
1: Yep. Yeah. What's cool about these is that they're like sort of repurposed vintage, right? Same with like Stussy, they use like the dead stock fabrics. Honestly, I have a satisfy our legacy tee too that I just like ran in the ground. I'm feeling these. Yeah,
0: absolutely right. And that's another part of that collaboration is that they have the repurposed vintage tees. And it's so crazy now to see these brands actually implement some kind of reworked, repair type of a uh, element to their company. Now, I think that's really interesting because, dude, I'm hearing like luxury brands are doing this buying their old stock back or trying to find a way to make their old stock cool again so just think at one point to be like a reseller was just like a disgusting thing and now it is so the norm
1: yeah for sure
0: now you have companies like collecting apples right this is a brand that you love so much
1: it's like a collector i guess he's just been amassing a ton of vintage gear and so i think he might be selling some of it it's fire stuff there's like the mission impossible gear which is actually like a collab with the movie a lot of just like really fire t-shirts i mean that hockey jersey for the mac os 10 release is kind of fire has the big x on the back
0: no it's insane and i don't think people understand how serious apple merch is i had a homie who was fortunate enough to go to a couple opening apple stores in different states he was able to get the t-shirt and people would literally ask him to, you know, pay for it off of his
1: back. Yeah. So, oh, that classic Apple tea, man. Like, I went to one of, like, the worldwide developer conferences or whatever when they released maybe the iPhone, I don't know, 12? And they have, like, an Apple store gift shop on campus in Cupertino, and I copped, like, three tees and, like, hats, and I was just like, yeah, this is it. It's pretty fire.
0: No, it's fire. But, you know, I've always just gone into Apple, period, and been like, the T-shirts they wear are. That kind of, like, waffle knit. It's like a waffle t-shirt. It's got a nice cut. It has a nice slit in the side. They know what they're doing. Apple's good. Apple's good. Yeah, it's solid. And yeah, keep a lookout on uh, collecting apples if you are just into vintage pieces and collectors. Collectors are becoming the new Barneys. <laughs> the new department stores is crazy.
1: The facts. It's like the evolution of the reseller, the all-around plug. You know, like shouts to guys like, like Luke Frazier. Right you know, who runs Luke's NYC. I just got like an Il Prada jacket from him. Like Frank at Leisure Center as well. Even Chad Senzel, who does like a little street rack in New York. It's just like, you can always find crazy gems that really feel more unique than, you know, a lot of other places where you shop. And it's not necessarily just like old vintage, you know, or Fantasy Explosion. That's a pretty fire one. Right. And
0: this kind of goes into another trend that I think we've been on the forefront forever, right? gas station chic, this hat that you're wearing, I don't, you know, people can't see it, but
1: it's the capital trucker.
0: Definitely looks like something you get at a gas station where you can also get some ribs, possibly a shot to the thigh. Yeah. And you know what I mean?
1: My cholesterol goes up wearing this yeah, it's hat. It's like, just like
0: possibly a racial slur. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's like very much the energy.
1: Very, very questionable.
0: That's been yeah. the vibe I think for a long time. So it's interesting how gas station chic is now something that's I mean, it's the the evolution
1: of, like, you know, Cabela's core, right? The Carhartt double knees, the Detroit jackets, et cetera. Yeah. And now, like, you know, the souvenir hat has become a big thing. I mean, the trucker hat's been huge for a variety of reasons. I personally like to credit Pharrell and Mm -hmm. Von Dutch, too, but, like, that sort of resurgence. But I think, you know, the fact that it's more of, like, a specific kind of cheesy souvenir kind of hat that is trending right now is... Speaking of that, but also like Ruigi from Ruge sort of eats off this aesthetic. His whole MO is just like eggs on luxury type beat.
0: I also have to say like very Vetsma vibes, right? Oh yeah, for sure. That nobody wants the Vetsma price point. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I'm actually just going to get the real thing.
1: Big Balenci energy.
0: Right. But I used to fight with people because when Vetsma was first out, you know, tour tees and the DHL t-shirts were really expensive and people were going on eBay to get like a real DHL shirt. And then they'd be like, I could just get this. Why would I buy that? But my whole argument was like, but you weren't checking for a DHL shirt before they put it in your face. You know what I mean? So that was kind of like the beauty in it. Yeah, for sure. But now we're in a place where you want the real thing. You want the real thing. You don't really want to spend $300 on something where you know you can get it at you know what I'm saying?
1: more. Yeah. Well, I think it's also like people are traveling more. So it's like you want to get like a nice little souvenir hat. And I stand by this, but I feel like gas stations are like the suburban and country bodegas. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I go to Sheets when I'm back in Virginia. I was just down in like Charleston, South Carolina. And it's like they got mad funny stuff depending on the gas station you go to.
0: Oh, look, let me tell you something. That's where you used to get those brimmed beanies.
1: Oh, facts. I remember, like, uh, I went to Indianapolis once for some reason years ago, and I got an Indy 500, like, bootleg cap, which was fire.
0: Woof. Woof. Hey, nah, hold up. I
1: don't think that we could slide past the brimmed beanie, though. That was very much a thing. I mean, yeah, if you'd listened to, like, Common back in the day, or, like, oh, your name was if you watched, Sway.
0: <laughs> if you watched The Wire, you know, you yeah. were, like, a The Wire fan before it popped off.
1: You, you definitely had, like, a Che Guevara poster in your dorm room which just reeked of bad weed.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, dude. The brimmed beanie. One of the nastiest items of all time. It's pretty bad. All right, so Fashion Week is coming up, right? It's only right mm-hmm. that we talk about Fashion Week. So now, it's women's. Not to try to act like women's is not as exciting, but we're men's, we're guys.
1: Yeah. I have mixed feelings about it because it could be really dope. There's just not a lot of men's shows, per se. It's a lot of... um integrated shows new york fashion week was at its greatest when like Ralph was showing basically yeah like that season that Ralph showed and then ralph lauren had his 50th anniversary show in like central park back when we were still at high snob that was like an insane season
0: but see that's the thing is the fact that you can jump right to a season so easily that's a problem now being a football fan right The way that the World Cup works is, you know, you play wherever, but when it comes time to rep your country, you rep your country, whether they're good or not. You know what I mean? You could be the best player in the world, play on the best team and on the club level. But if you're, for example, like Erling Holland, he's Norwegian, so he's going to have to figure out how to get Norway into the World Cup. Might not happen. It is what it is why don't all the American designers show in New York just by the fact that you're American?
1: I guess, you know, part of it's money, part of it's how market falls. You know, it's like if you're buying for like a store, you've already made your spring 24 buy, you know, in Mint because you did it in Paris and you closed those orders this month. It's kind of crazy how sort of late in the calendar it goes. But yeah, I To make I mean, the whole month worth while. I do agree to a certain extent that, yeah, there should be more American and New York-based designers showing in New York. But from the perspective of like how the retail industry works, whether you're a big major or you're a small independent store, it's like if you're a menswear buyer, you already placed all your orders for spring. And now fall is like already getting in stores. And that's like the thing you're worried about at the moment
0: there are so many Americans that are in Paris for fashion week that at least come home to something worthwhile as well. You know what I mean? Instead of like right. just home for sure. It's just a bummer. It's just, it's just, it's a real bummer. Cause it's like, it makes us seem like we don't have any designers when we have so many sick ones.
1: Yeah. I mean the same can be said of London though. Right. Cause there's so many fire designers, Martine Rose, Wales Bonner, Nicholas Daly. And then, you know, when London, fashion week rolls around for men's it's like not a lot of london-based designers show like craig green too you know it's like there's a lot of heavy hitters that they have that aren't necessarily on their calendar for much of the same reason you know new york fashion week is sort of just like still mostly women's focused but i think there's still some shows that are going to be cool i mean who decides war still holding it down i think angelo rutia from forest designs is doing something oh nice Uh, of course willie chavaria always exciting to see a show always good there's a whole new crop of like younger designers and independent brands that i think hold it down for new york i think that's where like new york fashion week wins is for like the weird heads and like the cool indie guys like Eckhouse house thada etc absolutely like sandy liang too super fire i can't wait for that show can't wait for that show can't wait for the helmet lang debut i was gonna say peter doe you know one of the hottest new york designers right now you know big ticket and now that he is the creative director at Helmet. Super excited for that one. And that's going to be men's and women's. I'm really excited for a lot of
0: reasons. Well, okay, there's like two main reasons, right? So one of them is Helmet Lang is one of those brands where it seems like it should be really easy to keep the DNA going because it's very simple. They are one of the originators of this entire, you know, simple, black, chic. That is what Mm. they do. But- for some reason, they just haven't been able to figure out. Well,
1: Helmet left, you know. Right. Helmet pulled like a, a Sean Stussy vibe. Uh, yeah, I can't believe I just said that. But, you know, he just was like, I'm going to do art now. And I went to his art show a couple of years ago at like and Westwater, which was super interesting. But I mean, Helmet also got Raph Simmons into fashion. You know, that was like the show. It was um, Margella, But like Margella Helmet. Like, those... Dude, helmet is, yeah. Your your favorite designers' favorite designers, you know? I mean, the bondage pant, all that sort of stuff. Like, the the whole fact that we have crazy luxury bombers is because of helmet. You know, super covetable military parkas and stuff like that. Good black denim.
0: Like, that's
1: helmet. Yep. That's all helmet. So, it's exciting to see what Peter Doe
0: does because I think there is the right amount of classic modern i think that's gonna fit well
1: don't get me wrong because helmet's done like the reissues and like retros of previous collections but i think what peter doe is gonna do is he's gonna have his own thing that he wants to do with it but his codes just work so well with what made helmet great right. that i think he's gonna just usher in this new direction for the label that's what a lot of people are hoping for that's certainly what like fast retail is hoping for and that's what a lot of helmet fans are hoping for too so yeah bring helmet back that's what we're trying to see yeah and i'm also
0: just praying that uh you know they give him a real chance cuz it seems like these
1: these houses are psh, half a season you're out of here buddy <laughs> yeah i feel like with peter doe it's a bit different it's not like they're buying into the hype of peter doe as much right. as like this feels like a decision that just makes so much sense and not like designer musical chairs yeah
0: i mean hey all i can say is i hope so
1: yeah for all sure i can say is i hope so cuz man
0: It seems like, dude, one season, you're out of here. Next, next, next. Maybe this will actually show something. Like, hopefully this does work out, right? And I think it will. I think it will. This will also show that, hey, man, you know, a name is one thing, but you need somebody that really understands how to, like, run
1: a house, I think. Facts. Yep. Speaking of running and houses, though, (laughs) we were talking about Bottega earlier. We were talking about fly running shoes. You've seen this new runner, right? It's kind of like an A6 Anasuka Tiger vibe. It's called the Orbit Sneaker. Balenciaga's done this with their runner that looks like a chopped and screwed ASICs. Yep. I kind of like this though. It has like the mesh on it with the silver hits and the metallic. The metallic green to me is my favorite, but like also just like the white and the silver is also fire with the gum sole. But that green and black sole hits.
0: It's good. I think it's funny how these companies know that they have to play into certain things.
1: It's also funny how trends work, right? Like the, the Mexico 66 from Onitsuka Tiger sort of like supplanting the Samba on like the feet of people in Dime Square. Yeah, that low profile shoe is like back. I mean, the Jacquemus Air Force as well is like a low profile take on the Air Force with that ACG sole, that woven yeah. sole. But then
0: I also think about the Givenchy ASIC take. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the ball sole, it's like everyone has their version of this like old school, but modern soul, like right. running ASIC space type Y2K situation. It's very interesting yeah. because these are brands, right? That you would expect. They are the ones that are setting the bar. They're the ones showing us the new stuff, but even they know that there are certain trends they have to play into. Facts. I think that's very interesting, but there's a good balance, right? Cause that's a problem is a lot of these fashion houses think that they have to play this game. And it's like, we don't want that from you.
1: Right. We
0: don't want that from you. We don't need it, necessarily. We don't need it. There's a lot of funky things going on right now, man. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. La
1: future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, that's all I can say.
0: But respect to future, you know?
1: Yep. Speaking of the future, though, we got hit up by Dover Street Paris uh, about Phileo, this new brand that's part of their um, incubator, And they just sent some fire mules via uh, Agafé. It's like a single monk strap lug mule, and it's pretty fire.
0: Really good. It's also been a while since I've gotten my hands on a fashion mule. I think that most of the mules that I've been sporting have been a part of this new EVA situation. They've been really cozy, very summer, very breathable. I haven't had one that's really for a, a good trouser and a night out. So this is a nice... A nice change of pace it's not fall yet but falls right there fall saying what's good fall is blowing in my ear right now i'm gonna be honest
1: i can't wait till it's fall enter the meme like i can't wait till it's fall to really start dressing um, for real and that's actually a natural segue into our recurring segment called Muling it over yes i mean transitional dressing is gonna be a big topic you know for me I just got like this crazy corduroy Tom Brown suit that I might wear to an event that he's hosting at the mayor's mansion Nice during fashion week. But I don't know if it's going to be like too hot. Like how soon is too soon to start busting out the fall collections? I'm in the camp of if the weather's right and you can pull it off and you feel comfortable then do it.
0: Nah, this is when you know. I think this is the, really the real test. The minute you can just walk in your house and you just stop and go, hold up the air's not on and i'm not i'm not dying i think i can do this you know what i mean the minute you don't feel a beam from the window and the minute you don't have to turn on your ac asap i think that's when maybe you could get away with it but then again you also have to make sure that you're in a certain building the north south whatever so okay check the weather but also i think a really good sign is not needing your AC.
1: Yeah, go outside and just see how the weather is. I think there's a threshold for like fall clothes that's not necessarily, it has to be cold, right? Because it's like when you get to transitional weather, it's like you can wear some really nice lightweight gear or even like light knits, like really nice cashmere or something like that.
0: Yeah. I'd also say like wait till September. I think August is a little year thirsty. September gets hot, though. But August is thirsty. You're pushing it. Corduroy in August, you're wild. I also love the idea that you're going to the mayor's house during Fashion Week for a party. I mean, to be honest with you, I bet you if you went to the mayor's house today, it'd be the same party.
1: <laughs> Yo, he's America's most outside mayor. It's crazy. Yo, I bet if you were to knock
0: on their door right now and just happen to be like, Hi, I'm there for the party, they wouldn't ask any questions and say, "Up, oh, right this way. I bet you.
1: Oh, he's at uh, Lavo tonight, actually. Yo. I want
0: to know how many times he's been to Lavo since he's been president, actually. (laughs) Since he's been president?
1: I hope he's not president. (laughs) President, not president. Oh, my God.
0: Mayor, how many times do you think he's been to Brooklyn Shop House? I wonder if he's ever hit, like, one oak.
1: I ran into him at, like, a party at that um, one spot, like, 42nd Street, Grand Central, where, like, that gigantic mirror art installation is and they have like the terrorist attraction where you're like on like the ledge or whatever you know that crazy building i forget what it's called no i don't know it was the most random party it's like new york miko was there i was there with janice my wife now talk about it meals by kush was there it was like the most random mix of people oh and asap rocky was performing that's well. why he was there it was a very interesting mm-hmm. mix and
0: that's why he pulled up because he yeah. literally is milking this Appointment to the highest degree. I mean, look, whatever. Facts. My man is Mitch in the city, bro. On some real paid in full. He about to go to Willie Burgers and just get fly on him. Yeah.
1: But yeah. So where do we stand? I mean, for me, I guess my final word on this is going to be like, I think late August, maybe mid-September would be like the ideal time.
0: Right. Mid-September is real. I think the minute you start seeing a couple days of like 70... One, it's right. kind of like okay, something's happening. The minute it hits 60s, oh man, it's go time. Yeah, for sure. Don't even talk to me. Sixty-eight, nine. Oh, we're out of here. Don't talk to me twice. I'm wearing jackets. It's going crazy. All day. Come on. First of all, you have to buy fall gear and winter gear in the summer, anyways. If you really know what's going on. That's true. That's how you really get it done. Once
1: it hits like the 60s, that's like wool trouser weather.
0: Woo! Come on, man. Steep tech.
1: I don't know about the steep tech yet. Maybe like a lightweight vortex, <laughs> but
0: <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like the stony overshirts can come out to play.
0: Yeah. Now that it's about to be real dressing season, because in the summertime, now look, if you're fly, you get fly regardless. But right. the summer just doesn't give you a lot. You don't have a lot to work with. It's a good short, or I mean, Dons don't wear shorts. I stand I on that. I
1: do when it's like 95, 96, but even then it's like icy joints. Yeah. Sometimes you have no choice, but
0: if you can help it, yeah, cover the calves. But right. either way, it's like, okay, a short, a pant, a t-shirt, a sneaker. That's it. A shoe, a loafer, a mule. It's just like, ah, but I really want to sauce it up with this layer. And then you're sweating to death, dude. So yep. it's just, summer's just, it's a nasty month for dressing. But now that we are going to get into those dressing seasons again, we all know, that you know a couple of fashion heads like us are always going to keep our eye on the pulse but what are the new brands that you're maybe excited about getting your hands on some indie joints you know what i mean like for example we were talking earlier about uh fugazi right you definitely wanted that hat that louis hat
1: oh yeah it's he did like a flip uh it's trevor Gorgie. he yeah. did a pop-up in la and he made like the og mark jacobs louis hat that he was wearing in like that one video and he like flipped it I bought that from him and it's sick. Yeah, there's like a lot of fun little sort of pseudo post bootleg brands, right? Like Basket Case. They did those crazy horse Birkenstock Boston mules. They just dropped these insane um, sort of tie kickboxing shorts. Yeah, there's like a whole bunch of like these little... They're not even like mom and pop brands and they're not even like timeline brands, right? It's You might discover them on Instagram, but they're just like young kids taking up the next mantle of like cool independent gear and just making stuff and it's really cool
0: nice no i love that it's like every state has their version of like the antwerp six or something like that
1: you know what i mean (laughs) well no it's like i don't want to call it streetwear because it's like not necessarily that but it's like that energy of just like making cool stuff that creators are into and what inspires them and then like finding an audience and creating a community around the brand which i think is super dope
0: It's so fly, but it's so cool when you see that they're based in, like, Oklahoma or, like, Minnesota. It's like, what? Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, what is the scene I like out there? Like, is it just you? Like, where do you kick it? Where's your Soho house, bro?
1: Yeah, for sure. Actually, one of, like, the brands that I ordered a pair of pants from them, shouts to the homie Carl. He has a brand called It's Nothing New. It's, like, a bit of a collective of people. And it started as, like, this Instagram where they would just really dissect military gear just from like the vintage world and just talk about the origins of a pair of like convertible overpants and like ghillie and then they just started making their own versions of like crazy jackets like they did this insane leather jacket and um Mm -hmm. they did like a cannabis version it's an homage to like this japanese workwear jacket that kiko kostadinov did his own version of as well Nice, but then he just did like this wild um It's like a paratrooper pant with like multiple pockets. It's sort of like a jacket for like your legs, like literally, because you can just like take them on and off quite easily. There's like so many different zips and compartments. They look pretty sick. And, you know, it's, it's pricey, but like it's very like niche. And I love that. I think there's like only like, I don't know, 60 something pairs of like these pants that are getting made. So that's what I'm on
0: that's also really special right that just creates conversation it's exciting when there are things that are creating reasons to have dialogue with other human beings especially in the yep. time where everything's becoming so digital you know what i mean like beautiful beautiful so shout out to that that's an exciting movement in fashion because at the at the top level man it's like there's a space man i'm gonna be honest like on some sad but serious like ever since you know virtual past man there's a real void yeah there's a real hole it's like where do we look you know where do we stand like who's the guy who's the girl who's the person what's up where are we going what's what's the direction it's just man it's interesting yeah for sure oh well you know on some chop out vibes i'm into this man it feels good to be back It feels good to talk about fashion. It feels good to have an outlet. Usually this would just be me smoking a blunt after work.
1: Staring in the mirror. Yeah, talking to my
0: cat, saying the same thing. This whole podcast would have happened, except it wouldn't have been recorded and it would have been in my shower. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it feels good to know that this isn't going to waste.
1: Yep, for sure. Well, two more things, right? We got to talk about your favorite item of the week, whatever it is. So I'll let you go first on this inaugural app. Oh my
0: God. Okay. My item of the week. Jacques Mu, you are phenomenal. There are these loafers. Now, let me get the name correct because it's very... Uh, is C-H-O-U, is that coup or shoe? Shoe. Shoe. So, les chouchous. Les chouchous. A, a soft ballerina shoe for men. They are incredible. I need them desperately.
1: What do they look like?
0: Dude. They're so sick. They literally are like these ballerina shoes for men, dude. But they're like, they have like a hard bottom so you can like wear them out. They're incredible.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, um are almost like Mary Jane's. Yeah.
0: But like male beefy versions. Yeah. These go. They're incredible. So that is what I'm into right now. I don't, I think a lot of people sleep on Jacques Mou menswear, but every time you see it up close, every time you feel it, I mean,
1: yeah. people are getting put on for sure.
0: Yeah, because he's going crazy.
1: His designs are good. His price points are pretty decent, especially for what you get. And Absolutely. Yeah, get on the wave.
0: On sale, it's like very doable. So that's also yeah. important.
1: What about you? me it's also a shoe uh it's the new prada sneakers so Ooh, i mean with the apron the apron toe joints yeah, yeah, yeah. pressure so, yeah those are ev- everybody's feeling like the para boot joints with like that plastic sort of fin around yeah. the apron i do like those i think they're really sick there's just so many people that i know that um have them oh speaking of people who have them greg jackson shouts to greg jackson oh shout out to greg speaking of independent designers to get up on greg laboratory Yes, fire. He he just launched with like one pair of pants and like a nice overshirt.
0: Beautiful pants, by the way. Definitely
1: pay attention to it. Beautiful pants, really beautiful collection. He's sort of like one of the fashion industry's like silent killers. Absolutely. You know, he gets paid to design for everywhere from like New Balance, uh Mama Leandor. He's worked on like uh, so many other brands. I don't want to blow up his NDAs or whatever, but he was at Nike for a while working with like. A lot of the really cool ACG and like Nike Lab. He's stuff.
0: definitely on some like Leon type vibes. You know what I mean? Where he's just oh, like, like Leon, low. the
1: professional. Yeah, you yeah. know,
0: he's just kind of like I'm there, I'm out. I'm That's
1: there kind I'm of out. his vibe too. Yeah, in terms of how he dresses, but yeah, like super talented guy. Also from the DMV, so shouts to
0: DC. All day. To check out his no brand,
1: doubt. Greg Laboratory. So you know he has the Prada joints. I just really like the sneakers. They're like a very Raph design that's almost like the Oswego, especially with, like, the mesh and the contrast leather. I'm waiting on, like, the brown and bright pink joints to arrive in my size, and those are in need.
0: Okay, so those are definitely in need. And a little sidebar before we get out of here. Raph is no longer his brand. Do you care? Are you sad? What do you think?
1: Uh, no, I think, you know, so Raph Simmons shuttered his line. You can still buy Prada. You can still buy any old Raph Simmons on, like, Grailed, eBay. I think it lets him focus on Prada. You know, why does he need his own brand now? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's ascended to the top. Him working at Prada was an ascension. That's like as close as you can get in like fashion to being royalty. Yeah, that's very true. It's like fashion succession, right? Because I think that's a very deliberate move. Mrs. Prada has been around for a long time, you know? And I think she's grooming him to be like the next up, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's no Tom Wamsgons, but like it's much more elegant than that.
0: I love that even at the height, right? I think all designers have this dream of having their era at a house.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a designer, you would want to work at Prada. That is the dream job of so many successful and established designers is to work at Prada.
0: Exactly. Let alone be the creator director.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which just hasn't happened before. You know, Neil Barrett had his era like Mew Mew before that, etc. But I think Raph's chilling. (laughs) People are
0: dreaming to be the knitwear designer. That's real. That's so true. All right, man. Before we get off, just...
1: Yeah, what's on your mind?
0: What's on my mind, man? Okay, now this is a little weird, right? Now, this might be fashion related or I might be a little off topic here. But hey... This is about health, wealth, and happiness. All I've been hearing about recently is Ozempic. Ozempic this, Ozempic that. Do you know about this? Yeah, I know about Ozempic. So for those that are unfamiliar, it's what, like a diabetes, like injection or something like that. And it's like 5,000 a session or something like that.
1: Yeah. It's like some sort of treatment that like people are getting because you lose crazy weight too. Because you lose crazy weight. This is dangerous.
0: Let me get my tinfoil hat on. Guys, stop. I'm telling you, you all, everyone's about to turn into a legitimate ostrich. I'm telling you something's going to happen. This is not okay. And everyone looks weird. And you can tell. It's kind of like you can tell. I'm on some conspiracy gossip. Whatever, man. It's weird. It's a very weird trend. I really, I just, I, I, I'm, you heard it here first. I hope I'm wrong, but that just seems like something we should not be doing. That's nasty. All you need to do is run, drink water. I promise you, things will happen. Be
1: careful out there.
0: Be careful out there, bro. You sitting there injecting things inside. You thinking it's sweet? Okay, you can wake up one day looking like, looking like
1: flounder and the Little Mermaid. That's looking like the saying. thing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> wake up looking like. <laughs> I don't even know. That was the meme when like people saw like the real version of flounder from the new Little Mermaid. They're like, yo, flounder's been on Ozempic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Yo, honestly, yo, they need to stop with that real face vibe. Make them cute. Yeah. What are you trying Seriously. to prove? What are yeah. you trying to prove?
1: Come on. How realistic do you have to make a talking fish for
0: children, too? Like why can't it be a cute guppy? Why are you trying to make it all like like this is disgusting?
1: Yeah. Anatomically, scientifically correct. It doesn't have to be that. It really doesn't have
0: to be that. There's a lot of things that don't have to be, but we'd be here for 100 years for that.
1: Well, you can also listen to future episodes, too, because you got a lot of things that shouldn't have to be. Absolutely. Also on your stories, right? That's like what you always post about, like white jeans with like whatever. I don't know. I'll save that pet peeve for later. Yeah, white jeans are never a thing, but we can talk about that later. That's going to be a whole thing because I am for them.
0: Ooh, okay, okay. So that's a future episode. Everybody, I would like to thank you for tuning in to the first episode of The Mueller Report. It has been a blast we will be back in two weeks with another episode i am noah thomas we are here with the one and only gian de Leon. together we are the Mule boys once again this is the mueller report
1: the Mule boys are back in town
0: the meal boys are back in town and so is the legendary always made our voices sound crispy sonya man and lily shout out to you
1: shasta sonya
0: you know what i'm saying just in the shadows doing what needs to be done like a real legend Make sure that you bookmark, save this podcast on all of your favorite podcast apps, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you listen to podcasts on. I really don't know. I'm actually just uh put it on your Zoom. Put it on your Zoom. Yo, put it on whatever. I don't even know what podcasts are on those apps. I'm just, I'm just shouting things out. So maybe I should stop. But you get the gist. We love you. Until next time. Peace.